Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back, everyone, to the Eat, Pray, Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter, and I wanted to talk to you all a little bit today about three ways that you can open up your crown chakra and some of the influence that the crown chakra is actually having in your life, in your business. Um, I think it's very easy to get caught up in a lot of the lower chakras in particular, um, like especially the lower three. They have a lot to do with the physical world. Um, so even when you're creating a business, when you are dealing with a lot of like health issues and things like that, the the, the lower chakras really kind of are the heavy hitters. And so I think sometimes we overlook the crown chakra because the upper three chakras, if you haven't listened to any of my other podcasts, um, I want to share with this little tidbit of information with you. The lower three chakras are all of the physical chakras. So chakras are wheels or vortexes of, of energy. And you have a hundred, you know, over a over hundred, I can't remember the exact number, it, in the entire body, but seven major ones run along the center of the body. So the root chakra, being the first chakra, is at the base of the spine, kind of your perineum. Um, And then the crown chakra, your seventh, is at the top of your head, where your your soft spot would be as a baby. It's right there. Um, Some people argue that it's floating just above your head, but there's actually a there's more than just those chakras. I believe the eighth chakra is right there. It's called your star chakra. Anyways, but the seventh chakra, the the upper three, so we talked about the lower three being the physical. The heart is in the middle, right between the sternum and the spine in the rib cage, and that's your emotional processing center. And then the upper three chakras are all more divine and kind of celestial in nature. They are more of the unseen. And so I think they have a lot of times get overlooked in their value as far as influencing what's happening in your life. The crown chakra is really your connection to the collective, your connection to the divine. So whatever you prefer, whatever you prefer to call it, universe, source, God, um, but it is this kind of universal energy. It's, it's the source of all that is. And knowing that through frequency, again, through energy, things never truly die. The, the crown chakra being open is quite important, especially in business. When you think about anticipating what is being called to, to you to bring forth, like what... This is when I, when I have, whenever I talk about getting downloads or like intuitive hits or anything like that, this is what I'm talking about. It literally, my intuitive hit for my, my book that I just started working on, 
Um, literally when I say came down through my crown chakra and like it hit me, I don't know how else to say it because that's what it felt like. And the more that you actually tune into the way in which your body receives messages, the easier it can be for you to clear and balance anything that's living in that, that vortex of energy that's not allowing it to oscillate and spin at its highest vibration, at, at its highest and most balanced spin, essentially. So three things that you can really do because this particular chakra is, if you're not really tapping into it, it's going to be really hard for you to manifest. And I know that is such a buzzword right now and I've done podcasts on it before. So if you want to scroll back, but, um, manifestation is really the, the ability to consciously create your own reality. So we're all creating our own reality always. But most of us aren't consciously calling in suffering, right? We're not, we don't think that we're intentionally doing it. However, a lot of the lower vibrational beliefs and things like that that are hanging around in our energetic body are actually creating the dis-ease, the disharmony, the struggle, the pain, without even really recognizing it. Um, there are things, uh, there's a, a few books I've been reading recently, um, specifically on like impact, income, success, um, and money in general and I have worked through a lot and I didn't realize that there were still things hidden and as I started to journal and as I started to do some of the activities that some of these books had I was like holy shit <laughs> you're still there like it's again it's such a layered process it's not just like one thing happened and then okay then that's it and you're consciously aware of it it's not it all, most of your life you are operating from your subconscious, from things that you don't actually recollect. So if we're talking about manifestation, if we're talking about consciously creating our own reality, okay, on, on the one side, being very intentional about creating it, but however most of us are living and operating out of subconscious beliefs, beliefs that we don't even know that we even have, you guys, you're subconsciously creating the struggle. You're subconsciously creating the, the pain, the, the dis-ease within the body, right? The health ailments, the financial struggle, the struggle and, and animosity and, and tr you know, more um, turbulent relationships. Those are all stemming from an energetic imbalance. So if you're wanting to consciously create a reality that you look forward to, a reality that is truly like your dream reality when you think of it. A lot of the clients that I work with, um, when one of the first things that that we do when we first start working to, together is actually to create what would be you know a day in their dream life five or ten years from now. And the reason that we do that is because we need to tap into the energy of what that is. The only problem is most people can't actually think big enough or far enough out to feel into that. So when you think about, do you allow yourself to think about things that you might want? Okay. And then that's it. That's where it stops. You just have this like inkling of like, mm, I kind of like that. That would be fun. I would like that. That'd be nice. You know, that car's really cool. That house would be really nice to have. It's so, you know, um, it has so much space. It, you know, has all the amenities, but you actually don't allow yourself to feel what it would be like to already have it. You don't actually allow yourself to expand enough to be able to be open 
to receiving new and higher vibrational experiences. Again, more money. What's up, Eat, Pray, Slay podcast listeners? I'm your host, Shalane Carter, and I wanted to just take a quick second to tell you a little bit about the Soulful Embodiment School. So this DIY chakra course is so incredible, and so many of my clients have been loving it. I wanted to make sure that you had the opportunity to hear about it and actually implement some of these things into your life. So because it's a DIY course, it's all on your own pace, right? And we love that because you're able to actually implement the things that you need. You don't waste time on the things that you don't. However, this chakra course is unique and it has a module for each and every single chakra as well as understanding masculine and feminine energies because those are in every single chakra. And if you don't understand how a imbalanced root chakra looks or how a balanced solar plexus chakra looks, you'll never know, okay, I'm experiencing all of these struggles. How do I actually create balance in my life? How do I create harmony? How can I, you know, rid myself of toxic behaviors? How can I create better boundaries? How can I act on all of these really great that I, ideas that I have? This course is going to cr- help you create balance when it, within each chakra so you can actually live as the highest vibrational version of you. So in this course, not only are you getting a module for each chakra that explains all of it, explains what balanced and imbalanced looks like in relationships and health and business, all of those things, chakra activations. So what chakra activations are is specific words that actually helped to raise and balance the vibration of each and every chakra. So if after you've watched a module and you're like, I know for sure this particular chakra is imbalanced, you can actually utilize this activation over and over and over again to really reaffirm the balance and the harmony within it. So it can help to repair your relationships, repair your health, repair things that are going on in your business. So not only are you getting the the modules, the activation, but there's also yoga flows, both from standing postures and from floor postures, depending on the mobility and availability kind of within your body. You're going to be getting phone phone affirmation wallpapers. I just talked to you that the, the words are really powerful, right? That's why there's specific words in these activations. That's why there's also specific words for these phone affirmation wallpaper. So all you do is copy and paste it. So every time you pick up your phone, you are reaffirming that vibration and that power back into your life and into your auric field. And the last thing that you're also going to get is a toolkit for each and every chakra. These toolkits have resources of different crystals, different yoga postures, different things that you can utilize for each and every chakra to help hold and maintain the highest vibration possible. So what is happening is they're all working in tandem. They're all working together to actually support you in the most high vibrational living possible for you. And again, this is all at your own pace for only $97 crazy steal. The link is going to be in the bottom of the show notes. So you can go ahead and click on that to get started on your healing. Once you start healing, your life starts to change. It's not just your relationship to yourself. It's not just your health. It's your relationships. It's your business. It's how you interact with the world. Energy affects everything. And the more that we can raise the vibration of ourselves, the more we encourage others and the collective to actually raise their vibration and maintain and hold higher vibrations so we can all ascend the struggle, ascend the problems, ascend the hurt and the heartache and the suffering. Go ahead and scroll down to the bottom of the show notes. Click the Soulful Embodiment School to start healing today.
And the more money that you hold, the, the higher vibration it is, right? The, the more that you are actually have to do with it. So when we're talking about, you know, the manifestation and we're talking about connection and things like that, like you need to be able to release a lot of these beliefs that are holding you back and connect to something greater. So the, the first thing that I recommend and give to most of my clients that have a, a blockage in your their crown chakra. So a lot of times when I go in and feel, and I'm like, well, like I can tell that it's there, like you want to, but you're not actually allowing for yourself to be a receiver. And I always like to say, prayer is is for the asking, meditation is for the receiving. You can quote me on that. <laughs> um, but really, prayer is the the practice of of asking. It's the practice of being intentionally creating your your future as far as what you're wanting. However, if you're always only asking, right? You're only oh, you're only always hoping, dreaming, kind of aspiring. You're never actually allowing yourself the ability to be open to receiving it because the energy is constantly going out. You need to step back and allow it to come in. So, a meditation practice is number one thing that I recommend, even if it's only five minutes, you guys, it doesn't have to be long. Okay, the, the whole point is to get into this state where you can tap into other frequencies of living, other frequencies of being. And in order to do that, you have to tap into universal energy. If somebody out there is experiencing something that you want to, you can tap into that energy. It's available to you, but it has to be through your crown. You don't do it through the root, which is rooting you down to the earth. You do it through experiencing something outside of yourself that you have yet to experience. So number one, meditate. So this can be for five minutes. I love, um, I utilize Insight Timer mostly because the platform, I'm able to track, you know, how long I can meditate for. I can set um, preset times with certain bells that I like. Um, I can do, you know, all, all sorts of things, but they also have really great guided meditations. Um, one that I like to use a lot is if you have not found Mackenzie Fly on Insight Timer, she's a, a wonderful yoga teacher and meditation leader and, and just really such a beautiful soul. And I love um, the way she articulates her words and, and the feelings and hers in particular allow me to go really deep. Um, so I'll put the link at the bottom for all of these things for you in the show notes. And um, so whether it be, again, a, a quiet, silent, more Vipassana style where it, there is no, it's focus on breath, there's you no know, sounds, or you want more of a guided meditation, or maybe you do um, like gongs or something like that, and you put kind of music on in the background. The whole intent of meditation is to be open to receiving. So it's not that you clear your mind of any thoughts, it's that you don't follow the thoughts that come. I'll say that again. It's not that you clear your mind of all thoughts, it's that you don't follow the thoughts that come. So when you think about that, okay, you start to think about, this is why I always like to refer to to-do lists, right? You get up, you sit on your meditation cushion, you start the thing, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I gotta do laundry today. Oh, you know what, that could be put off. But you know what, I gotta make sure I do this, this, and this before I do that. I want the cycle to run while I'm gone, so I just followed it. Instead of allowing the thought of, I need to put in this load of laundry to come, 
and then allowing it to just pass. So one of my recommendations is to just practice focusing on sensations of your breath and anytime a thought comes in, and even if you've followed it for a little bit, when you notice that you're following your thoughts, smile. It's very important. Smile. Because it's not that serious, you are literally just sitting down <laughs> quietly. So allow the, the thought to come and go. Allow, smile at it, like, oh, here I am, following my thoughts again. Like, oh, I'm such a good thinker. That's literally what your brain's designed to do. And allow it to move on. Um, the other thing is to resist all urge to move. Our bodies are made to constantly be in motion, whether that be through the mind or through the physical body. So a lot of sensations that come, the small itches and tingles and, you know, that you need to swallow or lick your lips or squint your nose or whatever is because the body feels actually very uncomfortable with stillness. But it is within the stillness that you can receive the most information because it's free of distraction and it's free from um, kind of these expectations, these, you know, I'm expecting something to come. You're just sitting and waiting for what's meant for you. So sometimes nothing happens. Sometimes I set the same intention for a month and I still don't get what I'm anticipating. It just doesn't happen. And then out of nowhere, like at the, you know, on a walk or something like that, all of a sudden it'll pop into my mind. It's like, it doesn't always come during meditation, but being, you need to put yourself in a state of receiving. The crown is so important to be open because it allows you to receive messages and information that is from the unseen, that is from just vibration. And again, the reason that we see color, the vibration of colors, because it's slowed down quite a bit. So a lot of these lighter frequencies, the higher frequencies, travel quite fast. And they're not things that you're like, oh yes, that makes sense. I see that, right? It is... It's very quick, it's just this passing like, aha, this just thought that just literally drops down and you're like, I have to do this, the end. That's how it was for my book. I don't know how else to describe it except for it literally feels like the idea heavily landed in my brain through my crown chakra. So meditation is the first one. And then the second one kind of piggybacks on this um, is practicing some type of prayer-like connection. So it doesn't have to be in the traditional form. Um, I use prayer before and after each healing session. I use prayer each morning and it doesn't look like me putting my hands to my heart and, you know, saying, you know, dear blah, 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 and starting all this. Sometimes it is very simple. Um, I pray to my spirit guides often. So spirit guides um, are in the, the, the energy of your seventh chakra because again, this is tapping into the unseen. So spirit guides are beautiful um, souls that have been entrusted to help guide you, and they're kind of like your, your cheerleaders. But the problem is because they're, they are in the unseen, if your crown chakra is blocked, you're not open to receiving their guidance, which is why meditation is so important, right? You have these cheerleaders, you have the support, everybody has them. And unless you're available to receive their messages, they can't get anything through to you. So 
practicing, again, prayer, where you're asking and being intentional about what you want to create for your life. And then also a, a meditation practice where you're open to receiving guidance, right? So these, these work really well together. I usually like to do one in the morning and one at night. Um, and then I do do prayer kind of throughout the day. And it's, again, not long. It's like, spirit guides, please, you know, show me in a way that makes sense to me that, that you're here. I really could use your support. And then there'll be things um, I've shared. If you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram because I share often. I am not a hummingbird person. I have never been wowed by hummingbirds like other people. Um, it has never been a sign for me um, until I realized that every time I would pray to my spirit guides, like these hummingbirds would come and hang out and literally come to my face like right up to my face. Sometimes they come like right at my shoulder when I, I read outside often. And um, even when it's cold, because I ground my energy. And they would come and like hover. Like sometimes almost try to come inside my house a couple of times, um, all sorts of things. And I realized, I was like, oh, they are being quite obvious of like showing me like, hey, I'm here. So every time I would ask, one would show up. And again, it's, it's something that was really obvious, but it wasn't necessarily obvious to me. So, you know, making sure that you're paying attention to subtle like nuances. Um, a lot of times people will see numbers, um, just paying attention to things that kind of feel a little out of the ordinary is a really great way to see how you are actually receiving messages. So the first one is meditation. The second one is prayer. And then the third one is really allow yourself to dream big. The thing is, when you're tapping into this universal consciousness, there's this sense of faith and trust and pixie dust. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wasn't that, I feel like that's, I know that's somewhere in like Peter Pan or something like that, the movie. Um, I'm pretty sure he says it like before he sprinkles it on Tinkerbell or something. Anyways, but it truly, it truly is, um, this sense of inner knowing that you are always supported, you are being divinely guided at all times, and that does require faith and trust. It requires that even though may, things may not work out how you anticipated, it's always this or something better. And so when you start to dream big picture, I like to think that nothing is out of the realm of possibility for me. Because if somebody else has it, if somebody else has done it, if somebody else has had this experience, it is then available to me too. And that goes for all things, good and bad. So I'm being very intentional about creating my reality. I want to consciously create. I want to utilize the tools of universal energy, source energy, of my spirit guides, of all the unseen vibrations. I want to be able to utilize those. So... Go, you know, look at homes that you know are out of your price range. Take mental pictures. Know the ones that you like. Go test drive the car that you know is way out of your budget at the moment, but could be a possibility for you because it is a possibility for someone else. And that's really how you start to expand your aura, expand your energetic field to be available for higher vibrational experiences is actually going and trying to experience them. Again, if it's not there for you right at that moment, then, you know, it's like, okay, then 
I do things like I watch different movies, documentaries, things like that, places I want to travel. I research. I put on there like where I'm going. Like my itinerary is already made. Um, I do certain things like that because I be, it begins to allow you to feel into what it would be like to experience that. When you start to go big picture and when you start to expand and when you know that, again, this may not, you know, you don't have control of, over timelines, but what you do have control over, and time is an illusion anyways, which is a whole other podcast, but the what you're meant to experience will happen when you're ready to experience, when you vibrationally can hold that within your, your realm, within your, your life. If traveling feels stressful to you, but you want to be a public speaker, the opportunities for public speaking in other countries or other states or things like that may not come right away because you have fear around travel. You have fear around flying. You have fear, you know, whatever that is. So then you need to address, okay, well, this is what's holding me back. Why do I have this? And, you know, so it's interesting because the energetic body, everything is, is so intertwined and connected and they really support one another, um, which is why I usually find, like, if if the, the you know, third eye is, is very constricted, um, a lot of times it's like they have a really open like crown, but a really, and a really open throat, but their third eye of like, of, um, kind of all their, their intuitive knowing and kind of their intuition, they lack the connection to their intuition, their inner feeling, but they have all of this, like these ideas and they have, you know, really powerful spirit guides and they maybe are very vocal, but they're not really open to sharing their truth. They're really great at being maybe a, a, um, a leader in, in another company or something like that where they can feel these things, but not actually experience them to the true knowing of themselves. Um, so, so the three things that you're doing to implement and balance your crown chakra, one, implement some type of meditation routine, two, implement some type of prayer routine. This is like the yin and the yang, okay? They need both, they support one another. And the third is you're going to practice thinking big picture. Thinking your dream life five years from now, not what, not what you currently want, that if what you currently want was already reality, what would your future self already be dreaming of? Go that freaking big. And then there has to be an element of trust and faith. There has to be. Because again, if that reality is available to somebody else, it is available to you. You just are not an energetic match for it yet. But by doing these practices, you can be. And things can move really fast. And that's when we start getting into collapsing timelines and stuff. It's, it's not about you're not doing any like magic or anything like that. I think of, I'm going to give you like all of the Disney references, but I just thought of uh, the genie in Aladdin when he's like, let's make some magic. Like that's, but, but really it's the collapsing timelines is really you begin to speed up your vibration. You raise your vibration quickly and hold and maintain it. And then new experiences are able to come in more frequently and more quickly. So if you aren't already, get yourself, again, this, this can literally take 10 minutes of your day. 
right? Five-minute meditation, five-minute prayer. And, you know, if you did some type of future self, big picture visualization where you could feel into it. So you're not just writing the things that you want, the feelings that you want to have. So not just the things, but the feelings that you're wanting to have. What those experiences are going to make you feel like. What having that new car, new home, you know, growing your own business, having a team, traveling, like what all of that actually feels like, that's what's most important. Because again, you're trying to tap into that vibration. When you're doing those things that can, you can literally replay that, you know, anytime for yourself. Do it in the morning, do it at night, do it during your lunch, do it, you know, when you just need a, a break, right? You need like a, an afternoon siesta. Um, and start to tap into those vibrations more quickly. Again, this is all about the unseen vibrations, the unseen um, frequencies that you that are available to us and to you, but we just haven't allowed ourselves to trust those things, to trust our intuition, to trust our knowing. So um, if you haven't already, um, please go go follow me on Instagram at Shalane Carter for more information, things like that. Um, and I also have programs that goes over all of this, the Soulful Embodiment School um, being my, my number one that really goes over each and every chakra. It gives you um, healing tools. It gives you chakra activations, yoga, um, teaches you how to recognize a balance versus an imbalanced. Um, so if you know that some of these things are a struggle for you, you really are adverse to meditation or to prayer, you really have a hard time visualizing your you know, future self and really tapping into those feelings, you probably have a blocked crown chakra. This can often result in, in um, depression and kind of this like, what do I have to live for type of feeling. So if you're having any of those things, that's definitely up in the crown. So that would be a really great uh, course for you and, and help to support you in healing and balancing your energetic body. If you had any beautiful takeaways, I would love if you shared this, took a, took a screenshot of you listening and shared it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Shalane Carter. I always love to see you guys listening. I, it really helps me too to know the ones that you're enjoying and so I can create more of that type of content for you and share more of those teachings. So until next time, you guys. Cheers.